It's Friday! And you're tuned in to another edition of the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. For today, Friday, August 18th, I'm your host, Donald Ware. Winding down the week, and we're still looking at teams from the SIAC. And today, we're going to take a look at the Benedict Tigers. And just because it's the weekend... Don't want you to forget about From the Press Box to Press Row, which airs on radio stations across the country. You can log on to our website, BoxToRow.com, BoxToRow.com, and click on the affiliates link to see a radio station in your area that's carrying the show. Or if you have satellite radio, you can listen on Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Central Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Sirius XM Channel 142. So don't forget about From the Press Box to Press Row and check us out this week. We're talking with some of the top HBCU football players in the country, so you don't want to miss this weekend's program. Well, let's talk about those Benedict Tigers who, you know, I, I thought that Benedict had a solid season, really, in 2016, the second year of Mike White uh, as the head coach. And uh, remember, he came over from, uh, he left from Albany State where he had been a a player and assistant coach and then head coach for in excess of 30 years. So all he knew uh, was Albany State on the collegiate level. Of course, he did play some professional football. And a a rough first year, but I thought a good second year. I mean, you know, Albany State had some opportunities, I think, to possibly, um, you know, maybe take the Eastern division uh, tough loss obviously to Albany State towards the latter part of this season um, but I mean you know they beat Fort Valley State early on and then they ended the season with a victory over Kentucky State but it was it, it was too late really at that point but I think year three for Mike White is going to be solid the concern that I would have with respect to year three is the offense I mean, it, it was a solid offense last year. It was an offense that was more of a, was a, a, a running offense. I thought last year they didn't score a whole lot of points, but they had George Myers Jr., who was spectacular. 1,092 yards rushing with seven touchdowns. The problem is, as I mentioned, it, it was uh, he gained a lot of yards, but they didn't score a lot of points. He only had um, five rushing touchdowns on last year. So you lose George Myers, which, um, I mean, that's going to be a pretty big blow to Benedict. I mean, there's no question about that. And then they lose their quarterback, Brown, um, who was uh, who was pretty efficient, uh, you know, completed 50% of his passes. He was, he was solid, six touchdowns, five interceptions. The quarterback that is going to lead them this year is, um, Duckett, you know, I he had a, a solid spring game. He didn't have a great season last year, completed less than 43% of his passes, 199 yards um, with one interception. He didn't play as much as Brown did, but he's going to have to be the guy. I mean, he's just going to have to be the guy that's going to have to step up and really take the reins for Benedict this year. Fortunately, he, he's got a, a pretty good receiver to throw the football to, and I hope I pronounced this young man's name correctly, Okechi Tiasagwe, 
Um, I hope again, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing his name correctly. I um, had a pretty good season last year in terms of catching the football, 27 receptions, 420 yards. He had five touchdowns. So um, at least Duckett will have somebody to throw the football to uh, defensively. I, I mean, that's where Mike White hangs his hat. He's always hung his hat on defense. And even at Albany State, I mean, Albany State has some great defenses. And I think defense is what's going to be able to carry Albany, or uh, excuse me, carry Benedict this year with the likes of a defensive back like Edward Kirkland and a defensive lineman like Charles Williams is going to be able to carry uh, the load. But even, I mean, you can, you, we, you know, we'll point out those two young men's names, but really it's a system. And the defense, quite frankly, uh, less the first year, I must say, uh, but last year the defense was pretty good. I mean, the defense was pretty good for, uh, for Benedict. So I think they're going to hang their hat there, and I think they're going to have um, some success on the defensive side of the football. But again, as I mentioned, defense not the concern. Again, offensively, you lose George Myers. That's huge. I mean, case in point, their first game to open the season in the Palmetto Classic was 5-3. to three. They won that game, actually, 5-3 to three, um, against Livingstone. And so they're going to take on Livingstone to open the season again in the Palmetto Classic on September 2nd. And then kind of looking at the schedule with and definitely with respect to teams in their conference, they're going to be at Fort Valley State this year. They're going to be at Morehouse. They're going to be at Albany State. But that's tough. I mean, those are just teams in your division that you have to travel on the road to play those teams at home. They host Kentucky State to end the season. And then along the way, they host Clark Atlanta, Central State and Lane. So, I mean, listen, toughest games, which are the division games um, on the road or at least uh, uh, three of the division games on the road for Benedict Um, again. Their defense is going to have to be so tough, and then maybe if their defense continues to be tough as the season progresses, perhaps the offense can get better and better. And we'll see who the running back's going to be. I mean, one thing that Mike White does uh, does really rely on and pride himself on from the offensive side of the football is an offensive line. That's what he played when he was at uh, at at Albany State. So if they can get an offensive line, some guys that can block for the runners and. And, and and at least protect the quarterback, it's going to be up to Duckett to be able to complete some balls uh, downfield and be able to make some things happen in the long run. So that's a look at Benedict on this Friday. As a matter of fact, next week is going to be our last week, at least as we look at the previews or as we preview the uh, all 50. By the time we're done next week, we would have would have previewed all 50 of the HBCU football playing institutions. But even after next week, the daily podcast doesn't start. And we're thankful to Blue Cross Blue Shield of North Carolina, who has come on as a sponsor and is going to sponsor our HBCU football daily podcasts uh, beginning actually on August the 28th as we're going to have a daily podcast talking some HBCU football. Have an outstanding weekend on Monday. We'll be taking a look at Clark Atlanta. Have a wonderful weekend.